What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Freshly Baked Podcast. Uh, on this episode, we're going to be talking about some new Marvel news that's coming up. That's always exciting. And uh, I, of course, review the Kanye album that I was given last episode. We've also been having a few drinks in the uh, studio, so maybe this is going to get a little crazy. Either way, we're going to have a good time. And as always, check out Wolf Tracks t-shirts and designs for all of your design needs. Art, clothing, posters, whatever. At Wolf Tracks t-shirt designs on Facebook. What? Oh, episode 24. Here on Freshly Baked Crackers. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. It's me, Josh. It's me, Ian. We're back. Hey. And it's just another, it's another one of these just the two of us episodes. Yes. Which you all love so much. So much. But for the first time ever in the history of the podcast, tonight is a drunk cast. Yes. I don't know how drunk, I would, a, a tipsy cast. Yeah. I mean, I've got a little buzz going. Yeah. I'm feeling a little floaty a little bit. We've been we've just put down four pints of uh Urban Chestnuts Schnickel Fritz. Mm. Um which is a Bavarian style Weiss beer ale. Locally made, St. Louis. Yeah, from a St. Louis. We're drinking all St. Louis beers tonight. We're going to switch over here in a minute cuz we've had a few of these. Yes. <clears throat> What's up everybody? How are you? Hey, hey. Hey out there in the uh universe world radio are you in this podcast. universe what universe are you listening to this from yeah we probably have an alternate universe podcast out there uh hit us up on alternate facebook are you out there in another universe listening to this there's no way for you to let us know because <laughs> we haven't figured out how to reach you guys yet even if you've somehow figured out how to reach us right well, they can send a message to us really if you can do that do that we yeah. would love to be we would love to be the way that this dimension first communicates with the other dimension right maybe you guys are in a universe where our listeners do uh do stuff on our facebook page uh, and that's a crazy dimension <laughs> yeah i can't fathom it honestly um no but yeah uh, anyway uh this is episode 24 of the first debate crackers podcast welcome yeah. to the episode of yeah. the podcast if you're first tuning in <laughs> Um, if you're just now listening in. If you're just now. Unfortunately, we did not get to record last week with Bill Poss. He will be on a later date. Some unforeseen circumstances yeah. came up, so we weren't able to do that. Um, but it'll happen soon. Um, but anyway, today, it's me and Ian yes. solo. And uh, there's been some new Marvel-y news coming up. So All sorts of good stuff coming up, yeah. kind of thing, you know, uh, right in our wheelhouse. Um, Before we get uh, into the Marvel stuff, though, um, for anyone who doesn't know, <clears throat> Seth Rogen and his mm. writing partner, Evan Goldberg, I feel like my bass is high. Yeah. Possibly. I'm turning my bass down a little bit. My bass is down. Mm. Um him and his writing slash producing partner Evan Goldberg are have brought Preacher, the Garth Ennis graphic novel or comic series, series, which is my favorite comic series. Yeah, my number two. They're bringing that to 
AMC. Yes. And there was a pilot. Now that's gone to full season. Well, now it looks like they're trying to shop around another Ennis project called The Boys that I don't really know anything about. So I want you to explain what this one is. Yeah. So The Boys is like, uh, it it was kind of Garth's way of sort of like telling the world how pissed off he was at having to write regular mainstream comic book characters. Okay. Uh, Even though he did, you know, get to do some violent shit with Punisher, but still it's like, you know, you're kind of tied down when you do stuff like that. So he had this whole idea that these group of super powered individuals uh, were hired by, I think, I believe the government from, it's been a long time since I've read the whole series, but uh, they are basically a secret team that goes and uh, make sure that super powered individuals around the world keep uh-huh. their shit in check and okay. don't fuck people up. So like MIB for, but they're super but violent. For superheroes. Yeah. And it's, it is an ultra violent series. I mean, yeah. Most of the time, it you got to beat the shit out of the guys to get them to stop doing so what they're doing. So this is something that probably won't... I mean, would it work on AMC after what um, Walking Dead has done? Probably, actually. I mean, okay. really, there's there's nothing that much more extreme than killing the shit out of zombies within well, really, the, the boys' universe. I mean, after rewatch, now that I'm rewatching Gotham and actually enjoy Gotham... Uh, there's a lot of headshots in that show for, yeah. a, for a fucking ABC show. It's NBC, I think, isn't it? Uh, You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, either way, or no, it's Fox. That's what it is. It's Fox. Um, but either way, I mean, like that's a, a, a pretty network television show yeah, yeah. to be having, like you say, headshots and stuff. And the Walking Dead's pulled all kinds of stuff. They've killed little girls, and there's been all kinds of crazy shit going on. I mean, yeah, they were dead, but or undead rather. But uh, they're not really pulling a lot of punches. And honestly, the violence isn't what makes the series. I mean, it is yeah. a fun part of it because that's kind of what he was trying to do, like go yeah. over the top compared to what he could do. Um, but it's really just like the dark sense of humor that I think is amazing. But what's well, but really when people get shot in the head on Fox on a regular basis. It's yeah. just like what the fu- AMC, AMC can do can whatever. Do whatever. I mean, breaking bad said fuck in every season, yeah. at least once. So, I mean, they're able to push some boundaries that a lot of other channels don't really want to do too afraid to do really. Um, so I think it would work. Basically uh, anything but nudity is allowed on television yeah. as long as you M rate it. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I really uh, like about the boys is that there is a character in it who is, um, He's essentially played by Simon Pegg. He is drawn to look exactly like Simon Pegg. He's okay. based off of him just for funsies. Um, huh. And it, That's interesting. he's a neat thing. So I don't know if it maybe Simon Pegg could get involved would be pretty cool, but he's sure. kind of big right now, but he loves the boys. I mean, that's the whole thing. Him and Garth are buddies, you oh, know? Okay. So, I mean, they're British folks. They yeah, all yeah. hang out, you know, that's the kind that's of thing. That's so racist. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's like thinking that all black people know each other. You're right. Just like, oh, they're all Anglos. They're Brit- I mean, oh, they're British. So yeah. they go to the exact same, they go to this it's building altogether. It's a small altogether. island. I mean, come on. Um, but uh, the, one of the things I really like about the boys, I think is because of the, if, I'm trying to, Remember, I don't want to punch myself in the head here. Uh, yeah, that Derek Robertson uh, was one of the artists. He's one of my favorite guys, so that had kind of drawn me to it. Um, but it's a it's a great series. It's got a really dark sense of humor that makes a lot of fun. It, it plays with a lot of superhero tropes, you know. So that's uh, one of the things. I mean, it's just it's good shit. So I'm really excited to see it happen. And I mean, if well, Seth Rogen is as obsessed with the Punisher as he is, I mean, yeah. Punisher, I'm sorry, Preacher, Preacher Wolf, yeah. yeah. Um, it, Garth Ennis did do amazing run on Punisher though, but um, you know, then he's probably gonna he, is that Warzone type stuff. Yeah, Warzone okay, is yeah. is him. Yeah, yeah. I read which, I read that back in the day. Yeah, Warzone's great. As we yeah. were talking about too, that the the Punisher who will be showing up in Daredevil is very much based on yeah. his version of Frank Castle. So that's yeah. that's pretty cool. I'm really Fuck, liking yeah. that they're pulling that. You know, we talk about the dark thing. I'm going straight into the. <laughs> I love Daredevil. I'm watching it again. So, but the the whole. Uh, 
doing a lot of stuff that's Frank Miller's Daredevil. Yeah. You know, and like, and then doing this like Garth Ennis version of Punisher. Like, they really are, they're doing the max. That's what I was saying. Like, they're really yeah, they are. Really like, are. they're pulling from that sort of thing. And I'm fucking really excited about that. Yeah. Um, you know, Moon Knight should show up. Oh, Moon Knight. That would be really cool. Oh, that was something I wanted to talk about like a number of episodes ago, actually. So, okay. this past year, uh, Telltale Games, who make the Walking Dead game, that's really great, and the Wolf Game of Thrones us, game now, game of Wolf Among Us, uh, a Borderlands now with They're starring Chris Hardwick. Game. They also just recently made that a Mad Men. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> the most boring yeah, game it's ever. Like, it's just all you dialogue. Smoke cigarettes <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> you have to line up the sticks to make the cigarette. Um, but they recently signed a deal that's not being talked about a lot with Marvel Comics. And so now there was a great uh, sort of like theory piece that I read. I, I believe it was on um, IGN. If I'm wrong, then somebody please correct me because it was a really good piece yeah. about how Moon Knight would be a yeah, great thing. I hope he's wrong and hope someone corrects him on our Facebook <laughs> so page. So we can see you talk about yeah. it. Um, Fuck but, yeah. But their, their posit was why not do Moon Knight for that sort of thing? Because he is a morally ambiguous character to such a degree that yeah. you really could have a lot of cool branching stories. But the article was great and they pulled a lot of punches on, on explaining it. But I That's would like cool. to see Moon Knight come into this stuff. He's a fucking weird and interesting character. He's like a, you know, reborn god thing. Like, yeah. It's a fucking cool thing. I finally character. feel like I got my microphone right. Yeah. This whole time, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, with- fucking with this. <laughs> Because I couldn't hear myself correctly. I switched mics in the middle of it, and I realized, nope, that's not it. It's something over here. I'm glad I had a lot to talk about this time. I'm able to make that run. but Yeah, that's way better than... Yeah, Moon Knight would be great. And we see him work with Spider-Man sometimes, which is cool. Yeah. That would be a neat thing to tie in, you know? Just... I mean, is there any possibilities of that, you think? there's a, You think there's any possibilities of... Like Spider-Man showing up in a Netflix show just as a cameo? I mean, why not? Like, if they've got the ability to use him, I could see that they could use it in that way. It'd be a a way for them to sneakily feature him a lot without having a Spider-Man-based thing. Yeah. That'd be a good way for them to develop the character without having a movie based on him. I I, agree. I think that's genius, actually. I think it's a really cool idea. Uh, I hadn't thought about it at all until just now, but that blew my fucking brain. Yeah. This is the stuff I come up with when you let me drink. (laughs) Right. But no, I like that. I never drink, ladies and gentlemen. Not that I have any problem with drinking. I just get the acid reflux, so I don't do a lot of drinking, yeah. but today I am putting them down. Doing it. So we're about to switch over to a Four Hands uh, Divided Sky Rye IPA. I am. Ian's a little slow to the table. We're on the same. Um, you got the same amount of beer in your glass. You're right. You're right. You just have, for some reason, that one <laughs> ring of little foam makes me think you have more. Um, this is this is an India pale ale that's, food, that's paired well with blue cheese or spicy food. Oh. So neither of which we have. Right. Um. Speaking of Daredevil, though, the season two trailer came out. Yes. And you did get to see a little Electra. You yeah. You get to see a little Frank Castle. Yeah. So, which is, I, I mean, I don't want to sound negative about the Netflix shows that are coming up, but it makes more sense for me to develop those characters than Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Yeah. They're just not. I mean, again, they're a part of a bigger picture. But I say that after just seeing the new Jessica Jones shit it's and cool. now it's I'm interested fucking. as fuck and yeah. people are talking about how dark the first episode and it yeah. makes it's darker than the than Dare, uh, Daredevil was which, which is, is the darkest thing they've done yeah. Marvel has so far so I'm excited to see that I'm so uh, ready for this to fucking pay off in Infinity War <laughs> when fucking Daredevil is in the goddamn movies yeah. like I'm ready for that shit to happen oh yeah when, me too let's start weaving that more yeah can, can you guys weave Daredevil into shit this, I think that that's what uh, Civil War is going to be opening up a bigger yeah. a bigger thing for that oh it totally is you know and, and I think that that's when I mean that's the whole thing this phase three is going to be pushing a lot of that 
stuff more together. And now we have three, it. four, phase four movies. Yeah. And now there's no titles or anything yet, right. but we have dates, so... Um, and then uh, the Ant-Man and, and uh, Wasp film, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, That's I can't exciting. Um, I, I do... Uh, now, that is scheduled pre-Infinity War, but post... Yeah, yeah. And pre-Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm kind of disappointed in. Uh, post-Black Panther. Mm. Right. So... Um, but, you know, there's a piece of me that likes this extra time on Captain Marvel because of what I've been reading about Ronda Rousey. You know, we already talked about that she really wants to be the character. Sure. She's now going to be the lead in two movies coming up in the next two right, years. Right, right, So she says that the whole Three, point... Three, actually. Oh, really? There's a uh-huh. third? Because I knew that there was the uh, remake of Roadhouse, which yes. is fucking great. There's something where she's co-starring with... Uh... Oh, damn it. Fastbender? It's somebody big like that. Fuck, now I can't remember who... I, just, I read this article this morning, but... Yeah, you did. You had to fill me with beer, you know. But, uh... Um, but either way, I mean, she's, she's trying to cut her chops. That's the whole point. Sure. She says she's going to keep fucking starring in these movies. So by the time they're casting, cause they're still saying they don't know who they're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. So by the time they're casting, maybe she's got this appeal that they need, but I'm for it. I like her. And I think yeah. that she loves this character. She's she seems to a, care. She's about not it. a great actress. I haven't seen I mean, anything. I've, just what I saw in Expendables. And the scene, the scenes I've seen from the entourage, but that's what that's her body oh, yeah. work. Yeah, that's true. You got to judge an yeah, actor that's and actress true. off their yeah, body that's work. That's true. Yeah, that's going to be on her fucking real tape. You know, it's that's definitely true. Um, but I, I mean, I love Ronda Rousey. I'm a yeah. Ronda Rousey fan. I want to see Ronda Rousey knock the fuck out of people. But I don't know if she can <laughs> fucking headline. You know, well, a fucking. Well, she gets some practice. You know, I mean, I mean but who else is gonna? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. That's been a really hard um, thing. I can't think of her real name, but uh, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Okay, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Memory. I fucking love you, though. I think you're a great fucking actress, and um, I hurt you. I can't think of your name. Um, it is Katie Sackhoff, though. Katie Sackhoff, okay. I think Katie Sackhoff would be a yeah. dope fucking Captain Marvel. Yeah, I could see that. That's who, and I like her. I just, I'm a Battlestar Galactica fan, so. Yeah. But um, I don't know who else would be a good, I mean, I don't know young Hollywood either, though. Yeah, I don't really either. And, I mean, that's one of those things, too, where I always think about, like, natural blondes, but, I mean, you could always find somebody and fucking dye their hair, but, yeah, since they didn't goddamn make Daredevil ginger, that's the one problem I have with that fucking show, by the way. That he's not a ginger. Ian is a ginger supremacist. Well, then we don't have a lot of characters based on us. We got Link, who's now blonde. And oh god, <laughs> this is a world where black people never see fucking movies starring them hardly. And you are going to be like, "There's not enough specific white people." We on just the now got Jessica screens. Chastain. Okay, so we're you there's not a lot of guys. Fucking, like a, a carrot top. Are you fucking kidding you me? You have the chick from fucking <laughs> Mad Men, Christina Hendricks. She's not an actual ginger. Okay. She dyes her hair. No, well, that's an important distinction. Uh, is that the fucking black face of gingers? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's Mick face. <laughs> Mick face. Good lord. Actually, I wish that I could have coined that. That's from uh, another period, which is an amazing show, by the way. Um, everyone should watch that. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, well, along with the the back on the on the track. Oh, right. the Marvel stuff, uh, the thing that fucking stoked me the shit this week was the the Hulk going to be in Ragnarok. And not just that, supposedly, um, from what they've said, the Thor 3, sc- Thor 3 script is like the darkest thing that they've put together so far. Film-wise, huh? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And it may feature the Valkyries. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. 
I just like I'm stoked because we got this whole like, well, Hulk's not going to be in Civil War, and Hulk's not going to be in Guardians. And, and it's Hulk's also just been gone. confirmed that Hulk is going to be a, a major role in the movie. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what capacity. Because Gunn has said that he's not in Guardians at too. all. Yeah, yeah, and we know he's not. And in he's Civil definitely War. not in Civil War. Anyway, I, I mean, I don't want to jump back in Marvel, but I'm gonna like that placement we were talking about of Ant Man and Wasp. Like, right. I wonder what goes on in the next few films where there needs to be an Ant-Man movie in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of fascinated by that, too. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming by this point... Or what role the Wasp is going to play in Infinity War. Yeah. And it could have something to do with the rumor that Inhumans is going away. Right, right, right. And maybe someone else needs to carry out some important task in Infinity War. And that could be... And Wasp Wasp got fast-tracked to that role. right. Because Inhumans is possibly going away. Well, I do know that there was like a rumor for a second. God, I wish I could remember where I read it. Where they were talking about delving deeper into the uh, the subatomic level yeah. thing. And with her being involved, it could be something that takes place in that sort of universe. Maybe even connecting with Doctor Strange stuff. Because, yeah. you know, his mysticism is essentially just space stuff. Yeah. You know, called magic. I mean, that's how Marvel right. has always worked with their magic. Um so I don't know that that's kind of an interesting idea. I mean, it's, it's a little thought, but the, the way that they, they fucking approached the subatomic thing in Ant-Man, they're not gonna, that's not a passing thing. No. I mean, they showed him in it. They talked about what if they very much made this something that they, they want to touch. You could very obviously the, see that Hank Pym is thinking that maybe his wife is recoverable. Right. And maybe that's why now it's time for the wasp. That's why she gets the suit now, you know, because the, what this a is fucking the terrible man. <laughs> Send just my like, daughter after. Get in there and go save your mom. Just like, really? <laughs> Mom's probably dead. It's been 30 fucking years. Even if she could be reclaimable, yeah, she's just been floating in infinity forever. 30 like, years. For 30 no years. food. She's just start. No water. It doesn't change your biological makeup. You still have to eat shit and piss. Right. And she's been there for 30 <laughs> fucking years while goddamn Kate from Lost has grown. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe there's some kind of food source in there we don't know about, you know, but Oh Jesus. <laughs> it's all I mean again. This coming from the man that will fucking explain off season four of Arrested <laughs> Development until his goddamn bones are dust. I will fight for all kinds of shit. I think it's fucking genius. You know, my biggest argument at the end of the day, it's fucking arrested development. Respect that shit. Here's where I'm at with it. I consider season four of Arrested Development like Mashuga, the band. <laughs> Just because it's technically impressive doesn't necessarily mean it's entertaining. But it's funny as fuck if you read into some, it. Yeah, I don't want to have to fucking do so much homework well, for my goddamn Why are you watching inter- Arrested Development? That's the thing. Well, That's it, what that show it is. It carried a lot better in the first three episodes. I will, I will give it that the way that he, he played it in the fourth season was not as... as it's not just the way they played he's it. He's not comfortable with it. The fucking jokes aren't as good either. <laughs> they are when you think about them longer. <laughs> I think that's a good argument. I like it that. Kind of. I is, like thinking about can, a show. I mean, most shows are fucking one and done. But yeah, but it's a comedy. I don't. I got a fucking <laughs> shit to do later. It's not fucking yeah, interstellar. So that, <laughs> I can't be sitting around just like, how the fuck does the universe work? I well, gotta be at Lowe's later to fucking get some, get well, a goddamn grocery. <laughs> there's no grocery at Lowe's. I'm lost. <laughs> no, I'm lost in this beer. It's the it's the interstellar of comedies. Not every sci-fi movie is interstellar either. Come on. Oh god, now it's the interstellar <laughs> of comedies. What's happening? Oh my. Jesus. I didn't have that analogy until just now. Thank you. That's your fault. Uh, Christopher Nolan took a lot <laughs> from it to make Interstellar. He did, yeah. He lifted he a lot of shit directly from season four of Arrested Development. 
In now, fact, if you, if you really pay when attention. When I say that, I really love Arrested <laughs> Development, and I think that the season four of Arrested Development is better than most shit out there. But we have an ongoing battle about our season four of Arrested Development. I just feel like I should justify it, I think, because the so many people fight about of comedies. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to stand by that. <laughs> Not in a world where Hot Tub Time Machine exists. <laughs> God, people love that movie. It's not good. Um, so this is what happens when we get drinks in us. You get a podcast like this, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's, a, it's a good thing I take notes. But uh, Oh, the Inhumans thing was something that I... Because you did touch on that for a second. Yeah, I don't know what the guy... So apparently, at some point, Kevin Feige or Feige... I can't think how to say Feige, his name. Feige, I think. I think that's See, what I've it is. See, I've heard Feige on some of the oh, Marvel uh, okay. behind-the-scenes type shit. Well, then we'll go Feige. Kevin, whatever your name is, we appreciate all the work you've done. Yeah. Um, supposedly, so he had a boss. There was an intermediary between him and Disney. Right. And that guy is the guy who runs um, the television side of things as well. Right, right. And he's got some kind of old Hollywood name like fucking Igor or something. <laughs> For real. like or I, Maybe it's just Ivan. But anyway, I think it's Igor. Uh, it's, it'll be Igor. It's definitely Igor. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that... Wasn't your lump on the other side before? <laughs> um, oh, what a great movie. So, apparently, they've split it up to where now Kevin Feige, uh, Kevin F., he just reports directly to uh, Disney. Right. So, now leaving the other guy just in charge of television. Evidently, they trust him. So, supposedly, well, they should. The decisions he's made yeah. is what's made this work. Yeah. Um, supposedly... There's bad blood between him and that dude that ran both things. And the they're trying to distance the television and the which sucks. That's such a disappointment. I mean, it doesn't hear. really suck as long as the Netflix shit isn't involved in that. Yeah. Because Yeah, really, that's true. I don't think man, about them the being the same TV as the ABC stuff. Yeah, I agree I never with that. cared that much for Agent Carter. Yeah. Because there's no fucking superheroes even remotely involved with it. And like I fought for it's I do like, like the female shit protagonist with people but... who are dead right. in the fucking main storyline right. of this shit that's going it's on. It's an interesting blip. It's like a one shot thing that's kind of fun. But a, yeah, and I like her. A six episode season would have been cool. Yeah. A mini series. Right. And I do I really dig her a lot. I think sure, that she's great. And she's a great character and and, uh, but the show's uh, not compelling. Places. It's not. It's really not captivating. And Agents of Shield at this point is fucking gone insane. I went a I can't season really and a half into it. it, and I can't follow it. Yeah, There's it's, just too much shit going on. I think because Whedon's not as much attached to it as yeah. I like. It just His feels like somebody. Does it though. Yeah. Which again, it feels like somebody trying to do Joss. Yeah. You know, and I mean, like, no, no offense to him, and I mean, he does good stuff. Again, compared to other he's things, done, but though. yeah, Joss is yeah. He's done. Yeah. Like he's Avengers fucking, fucking done broke him. I think. Yeah. yeah, that was a heavy fucking task for him. Yeah, I don't see him. I mean, he has no projects. No, I I want to see up. him do something on his own though. He needs to start writing something for himself again yeah. because that's the shit that he really does well. I think he needs to strike up um, a Netflix deal. Yeah, and I know we won't bring Firefly back, but no. like. Let him do his own thing. Do something else. Yeah, yeah do something Joss original. Wedding. He'll come he's, up with something. He's, he's made some amazing shit. Yeah. You know, just trust him. Yeah. And let him do whatever he's, you know, he's got a He's got ideas. With ideas. Yeah. In it. Something's in there. Whatever he, you know, he needs a passion project at this point, really. I mean, not just something he likes to do. Not just another, <laughs> not just another Buffy or Firefly season two, as much as we'd love to have that. I mean, he can also do a Firefly right. season oh, yeah, two. Most I mean, the cast has been outspoken about how much they want to do that. We can do something, even if everyone can't be involved because of deaths. Yeah. Oh, that's the that's my... I'm, 
I can't do no, no washi. Yeah. But, Spoiler uh, alert not, for a fucking switching over to that IPA, movie. by the way. Um, but the thing is, like, anything that he could do, you know, he know he's got a bunch of, like, you know what I would like to see as a wedding project, even if it was just like a mini series through Netflix? Some more that takes place in the world of Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Yeah, that's such a cool fucking movie. I love that movie. Which is great because as you say that, I was thinking in my head some sort of Twilight Zone-esque thing. They could okay. easily tie okay. together. Okay, totally. Because he does the Monster of the Week. I mean, Buffy was Monster of the Week sure. all the way. So we could do something that's totally separate without even an overarching story other than that it takes place in this cabinet, this you know, Elder Gods sort of universe. Drew Goddard, who did Cabin in the Woods with Wedden, already has a great relationship with netflix because he did daredevil that's season right one, yeah so. that's right i forgot he worked Fuck, on that. let those guys do something like that that, that would, would be, be cool. so great they could use our idea for a fucking <laughs> monster of the week type thing yes i would sell it to them real yeah. cheap <laughs> right especially if there's an episode that it featured like a guy two guys who did a podcast <laughs> right yeah i'd really like that yeah shit. fuck Just i'd probably let you guys it. have the idea for free yeah. if there could be an episode like that most definitely but no i love that i, I think you know, I hate to say it, though. I'm going to come out and say this right now because I am, we are in a minority. The Monster of the Week show outside of Supernatural is pretty much dead. It's not an idea people really latch on to anymore. And I yeah. really kind of hate that because I love the premise. Ooh, it's a totally different beer. It is. It's, it's so much sharper. Uh, I just, I love, I love that way. I loved X-Files. I love yeah. Twilight Have Zone. Have you seen the first episode of X-Files yet? The what the new one yeah is it out it's out season 10 episode what? one is out no yes shit. there's a review of it on joe blow oh my god i'm writing this down yes i'm broken i had no idea it was out already this episode is brought to you by four hands brewing company divided sky rye ipa india pale ale food pairings uh blue cheese and spicy food it's very delicious it's hoppy but not overtly it's it's pretty good and hoppy um there's wow one, there's one more of the one 90 one. minute ipas downstairs too oh those are fucking good dogfish head is impossible to find in missouri missouri get your shit together as soon as you drive across the water in illinois there's seven of them and somehow missouri is closer to michigan i don't really get it no it's definitely not it's not no oh i don't michigan know geography up on the other side of the great lakes from chicago i thought it was just above us i uh, yeah yeah no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what they had it uh, when I was there the other day? They had uh, moose drool. Oh, that shit's so good. Yeah, yeah. moose drool, spotted cow. Spotted it's a Wisconsin cow. beer yeah. that's really yeah. good. Moose yeah. drool is out at uh, Blueberry Hill. On oh, the, really? On tap. Yeah, that's one of their $5 pitchers sometimes. Oh, it's kind of cool. It's really good. I like yeah. that shit. Um, um, anyway. Yeah. So back to what's going on with Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we um, were getting almost the... So because of the, yeah. the rift between Igor, I guess, right. and Kevin Feige... <laughs> I don't know what his name Kevin is. Kevin F and Igor. And I haven't even looked at Like, I'm sitting here with the phone. I haven't looked it up. <laughs> it takes um, time. Because of this rift between them, one of the main things that looks like it might go away is the whole link between the Inhumans thing going on on Agents right. of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Inhumans movie. It looks like the Inhumans movie, a lot of rumors are saying that it's going to get dropped Completely. totally. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Um, especially since they've already started featuring them on the show. Yeah. But like we talked about, they could do well, a separate Sky, show thing. Sky, but. the one of the main characters, is one of the Inhumans. Oh, okay. She's I can't think of the name of the character. Oh, um, fuck, I've been reading about it off and on all week too, but because, yeah. because I don't watch the show and because Inhumans are really not one of the series I really knew or cared much about. I tend to like not think about it. Uh, sorry, Inhuman fans out there. I mean, you know, but uh, 
they uh, rank in the thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Inhuman fans. Yeah. People who know the, who the Inhumans are, they rank in the thousands. <laughs> right. Uh, and, I mean, they were supposed to be, the way that they were doing it in the show, it seemed like it was going to be their version of mutants, since they, could, since they couldn't use the mutants, uh, you know, moniker anymore uh, with the x uh, Anything's X-Men better stuff than calling them miracles like in uh, <laughs> Avengers. Oh, fuck. That was really dumb. Yeah. Um, gross. Uh, but, I mean, it might be cool to do a show featuring them, you know, then we can get more characters that can be developed over time. Because honestly, frankly, I fucking hate five or more plus major character movies like that, that also have a bit, nobody ever really gets fully developed. It's the thing that I talk about. The one gripe I have about guardians. We talk about Ronan really wasn't used as much as he could have been. Cause there was too much going on. We had to get to know about four major characters too. Yeah. That tends to take away. Yeah. There's a lot going on there, you know? So in humans being a show might be an easier way for them to develop a multi-character team as opposed to just being like, here's a fucking movie with seven characters that you need to now know and love and care about. If any of them die in the next movie, enjoy in an hour and a half or two yeah. hours, you know, that's, it's a, that's lot a lot. To, uh, and to introduce an entire team in a film, that's a lot. It's not only a big task for a writer. It's a lot for an audience to fucking eat, especially, uh, you know, how Marvel plays to both people like us and people like the average yeah. film audience. The average Which film audience totally has a do. hard time with something totally like that. Totally do. That's why we had to have movies before Avengers became something we could fucking yeah. stomach as a film crew. You know, Think about audience. how much difference this whole thing would have been if they would have started with the team, if they would have started with Avengers. We're about to see it happen with DC. We're about to see whatever that universe is. I mean, that's kind of the the antithesis completely of how Marvel has handled their stuff. So we'll see if it works or not. Yeah, it might. It but might be V Bat or you know Batman V Superman, which I love also that it's V not versus. Like yeah. it's a fucking law case. Like are they yeah. going to be? It's it's a it's a law drama. We don't know about it. <laughs> Batman V Superman. I called uh, the stand Alfred Pennywise. <laughs> Ooh, worth. Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Yeah, Pennyworth. I'm, I'm drinking. Pennywise is the clown from It, though. That's pretty cool. He's I like right. Tim Curry would be a good Alfred in a couple of years when he gets older. He's fat Tim now. Tim Curry can't play anything. Really? He had some major strokes. No shit? Really? Yeah. Oh, that hurts me. Yeah. Oh, damn. I love Tim Curry. That's painful. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, unfortunately, Tim Curry's not doing great. Oh, that sucks. God. Well, out there. Sorry, Tim Curry. You're amazing. Muppet Treasure Island is the shit. Also, Rocky Horror. Also, Home Alone 2. Also, Home Alone 2. <laughs> Concierge is best role ever. It's It makes the film. It takes it beyond where Macaulay Culkin could go. <laughs> it was that last step that it needed to become the perfect movie. The scene where he is outside of Macaulay Culkin's uh, room and they're playing the old movie for him. I mean, that's like the steady cam shot from Goodfellas. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a masterpiece of uh, film history and technology i will agree with every bit of that it completely is um but i mean i don't know like <clears throat> i didn't really care much about inhumans yeah i mean i again like I, I'm not, for me I'm watching agents of shield i kind of got put off from the inhumans yeah. thing from the plot yeah let me tell you what's the most ridiculous part of agents of shield kyle mclaughlin's character it's crazier than, like, the fucking mayor in Portlandia. His character is so fucking batshit crazy. There's no way. It doesn't... It's, yeah. In a world where I can I can suspend disbelief and believe in a Hulk and a Thor and an Iron Man, I <laughs> right. can't believe his character is believable. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <clears throat> um, so I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad that it's not going to be this... But, you know, we... 
it would be cool to have another team besides Avengers. Yeah. I kind of think that... How's this going to impact Infinity War? Yeah. Like we said, maybe that's this true. is why the, yeah. the Ant-Man Wasp thing, so we can bring Wasp into the fold. Uh, you know, and two, we're, we're going to get the new Avengers, you know, or whatever they're supposed to be. So, I mean, that's kind of... I hope they go straight West Coast. I think so, too. You know, yeah. I think that'd be great. And we've got a lot of the major people now with, with Scarlet yeah. Witch and, and uh, Vision, I think, was part of the West Coast eventually. Sure. And, you know, like... Falcon was, Falcon was, yeah. You know, I think that that's really cool that they've opened that door. You know, they're obviously... The, the whole passing the mantle down thing is going to happen. And I yeah. think it's really cool that they are not only comfortable with it, they're letting us know, like, look, guys, we got this shit together. Maybe. You Possibly. Know, I mean, as far as, like, passing it down, there there's a real chance that, like, this could all go shit. Yeah. As far as, like, post-Infinity War. Yeah. Like, it might not Do be Do they believable. have an idea past this, too? That's the big well, thing. When it goes to, like, Vision and right. Scarlet Witch, and you lose Hemsworth. Yeah. And you lose... Fucking RDJ. Right. And you lose fucking uh, Chris goddamn... He's Steve Rogers. Too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's the, that's the thing. We don't we don't need Steve Rogers. We're going to have yeah, either Falcon being him or... For me or, and you. Yeah. But that's the for thing. For me and you. They're, but that's the thing. They're for testing... Johnny off the spot who fucking buys shit at the Disney store. They're testing store. him. Can you give me someone besides Chris Evans to play fucking... And if you set it up in a story like way, somebody who follows this stuff, if they're smart enough to follow any of these movies at this point, they're smart enough to kind of be like, this makes sense. I would think. And I think that that's kind of cool. Can seven-year-olds. I did. Can, when I read comic books yeah. at seven. You know, that's the thing is is that we're doubting that other people have the capacity to be that interested in, in literature in that well, way. Well, I mean, I'm, it's, and I'm it not is trying a huge to be an elitist. Films, I'm not trying but, to be negative, but like past film trends. Yeah do say something about it. And that's it. true, and we are experienced in that, but this is also something that has set itself up in such a way, and it has been accepted in such a way by the mass. I think that if they keep pushing it, the people who aren't going to follow it aren't going to follow it. But the people who do yeah. are going to keep asking for more shit like that. Because yeah. when you open people's minds, when they go, fuck, again, like, Will these still be when we watch Clerks, and we go, that this is how a movie can be, when they go, this is how fucking superheroes can work, or this is how heroes can be in general, or this is how film can work, I think it's kind of a cool way, it's... But can you stay a box office dominating entity if your story, If your stories are good and they look good. And the people that you cast to be the new people also look good and are good. Yeah. You know, yeah, we'll lose Robert Downey Jr., yeah, we'll lose Chris Evans, but if we get a Chris Evans equal individual from the new people yeah. if the kid who's going to be spider-man turns out to be the fucking bomb as spider-man there's a lot of fucking weight on him there's a lot of weight on pratt yeah definitely uh on fucking paul rudd now for ant-man sure i mean that's and but those guys are titans too mm -hmm. though like those guys are just as charismatic as rdj marvel's not Chris fucking Evans. around they're hiring good people yeah. too you know that's true and that's the thing too it's in the hands of people who give a shit about this and want it to work they're, i don't know why i'm so i'm just i'm just worried that like when this switchover happens like to lose Robert Downey Jr. is going to be a huge thing. Yeah, and it's something we've never seen before in a film series kind of thing. You don't realize how much familiarity is with him and those shots yeah. in the suit talking to Jarvis. Yeah, definitely. And Jarvis is gone now. Jarvis yeah. is Vision. But we have Vision, and he's a whole new thing that can be developed in a whole new way. Yeah. It's a new way to love Jarvis. It's a new addition to that. Oh, I, think I understand, kind of and I feel like you're talking to me about it, but right, like, right. it's not me that For, yeah, the is average gonna, person's we have problem. to fucking sell tickets to keep these going. But then there's one of those things, the new... We didn't think people that, would take Guardians. Yeah. So. We also didn't think that the, the Bourne movie with fucking uh, uh, Renner would do well, and it did fucking great. 
I didn't think that. You didn't think I that? I fucking love Renner. Was, I mean, I love Renner, I too. Renner can but you know what I mean? Shit. Changing a character over like that, that was kind of a huge deal. And people not only accepted it, they were cool with the idea that the other born is going to be in the next one. The fact that that regular people outside of us are actually saying you know that's cool, too. what they should do? I just realized something that would be crazy. What? Marvel should release, like, Old Man Tony. Old Man Iron Man. Steal the fucking Old Man Logan storyline from Fox because oh, they have Hawkeye. Oh, my God, yes. They have Hulk. They have Spider-Man. They have Spider-Man to use. Yeah. They don't have Fantastic Four, but that can be modified they into something, something with, with that. S.H.I.E.L.D. They've got Hulk. Yeah. So they can have the Hulk, Hulk family. They've got Kingpin. They've got Kingpin. They've got everybody. They have everybody but Wolverine. Yeah. Fucking Old Man Tony. Oh, my they God. They should do that. That's amazing. They should do that. I love and it that would totally idea. dick fuck fox in the butthole oh it would sell like a motherfucker tony hasn't used his technology in years he's living on yeah. a farm with fucking pepper or whatever and, yeah and eventually he's got to be fucked no, pepper's dead pepper's dead he's yeah. got a, he's got a new woman or he's by himself he's fucking by just himself, tortured yes. drunk as fuck we could throw in demon the bottle story yes. line into it even. so he's fucking wasted and he doesn't use his technology anymore he's in a fucking cabin in the middle of nowhere and, and they hawkeye fucking pull it back up. and hawkeye's get, but tony's got something you know, he's got a fucking mock goddamn a billion hidden somewhere ready for him. I would like to him. see I think that'd be cool. more of Hawkeye. I do, too. I really yeah. like Renner as him. And I really he's great. Like, I really like him in Avengers, too. The, I know it gets panned, but I like the whole Hawkeye's family storyline. I do, too. I think it's cool. Again, I stand by the theory that we came with the fucking, it's going to be his family is going to be the turning point for Civil War. I yeah. still kind of want that to be a thing because it is so weird that they brought a family <laughs> in like that. You know, you're right. And I think that that would be... Civil Wars, the movie following wow, it, fucking Hawkman, would... the movie would be this. The, the him fucking, he's destroyed from his family. He's destroyed from the loss of whatever happens in Civil War. He's fucked up. But Infinity Gauntlet is eventually building up, so he knows something bigger is there. So we got to fucking look at him destroyed. Jeremy Renner fucking lost in dark. Somehow can we mix that and Old Man Logan and Demon in a Bottle together into one <laughs> fucking amazing film? Just make a fucking a great movie. It's like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in <laughs> yes. the Marvel Universe. 2025, Old Man Tony. Yeah. Look out for it. Marvel, oh, we got just fucking, take that. You can have if that. They can make, uh, if they can make Douglas look as young as they did in the beginning of Ant-Man, they can make Robert Downey Jr. look like an old dude. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, if we give it enough time, too. I mean, if I can yeah, be an old dude eventually. Hawkeye wanna, would have to be an old role. dude, too. I think it would work. We give it. We give it. I mean, what? He's younger than it, Tony by a couple, by twenty years. Yeah, probably. but I mean, uh, I mean, again, we could age him a little bit. But you know, Infinity Gauntlet's a long way away. Yeah. Infinity Wars four a long years. way away. You know, four years, and you know, so four years, and then whatever happens a little bit after that, another four or five years, they'd be older ish. You know, yeah. you, could, you could make it work. I don't care. I just want that to happen. I would still I like to see, uh, like ten years from now, I like to see Bale come back as Batman. That would be cool. I think do that a Dark Knight cool. Returns. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if Nolan wants to do that. He doesn't. I want him to. He's like, motherfuckers, I have so many ideas. <laughs> I have so many interstellars and so many of the prestige. I have so many yeah. fucking inceptions. Nolan. And I'm like, and I have like 10 more mementos. I've yeah, got so many yeah. ideas. Where has he been? Is he working on anything right now? I can't. I, I don't know. He's just been pissed that the Martian is being talked about so well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it that's all great. that's going on. I like. I mean, I love Nolan. I mean, his fucking body of work is just—it's amazing. Like he's one of those directors that, you know, when they talk about two thousand one and Interstellar in the same thing, same breath, and not joking about it, like with Arrested Development, like I can agree with that. Nolan is a, somebody who is that obsessed with detail. Okay, he's directing something called Quay. Q U A Y. Okay. 
Did he write oh, it's, it? No, this is a documentary short. Oh. So that's something really small. Because that's the thing. I want him to And he executive produced he Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Okay. Yeah, how he's going to fucking produce everything. Just throwing Batman. some money in it. Yeah, why He's not? part of Batman forever. Because mm-hmm. he's he is not a part a of Batman forever. He is about, no. he's a part of Batman, comma, forever. <laughs> he, would, <laughs> he would love it if you didn't think of him as being any sort of part of Batman I wanna, forever. I want to make sure there's a distinction there. Christopher Nolan has nothing to do with Batman forever, the film. Uh Batman, no, Batman, was, the franchise. He was busy doing forever. other, doing worthwhile things at the time. Yes. Um, one of the random things that I've been thinking about, because I just, I keep obsessing over it, because I keep thinking, what could, what could we do? Is Cranston wanting to be a Marvel villain? Yeah. On a side note, real quick, did you know there's a Ratchet and Tr- uh, Clank movie coming out? Is that true? Yeah. That, why? What? <laughs> what? I don't know. It's focus features, and it's that weird fucking computer-generated <sighs> animation. So, I, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't either. That's a pretty good game series, though. Not just to lie. show you how it's much your phone listens to what you're saying and knows what's going on in the room that you're it doing. It totally happens. We just I just got advertised Schlafly Ooh. on my phone, as we've talked about two other St. Louis breweries on here. That shit is creepy. It really does do that shit. It's fucking super creepy. It really creepy. is. You know what's really fucked up? It does it sometimes when I don't say it out loud. What? It's followed things that I've thought about, especially lately when I've been looking at this Elder Scrolls stuff. And I know it's just because of how deep into Reddit I go. I think that you're losing your mind. I am fucking going crazy. <laughs> Do you see a Neil Blom, Neil Blomkamp Blom uh, Instagrammed a picture of a pulse, the new pulse rifle from the new nice. film? Nice. Yeah. I'm going to go on record and say that I don't like that Prometheus's thing is now Aliens Paradise Lost or whatever. Yeah. I don't like that. I mean, I understand that he wants to connect the universe. But it's I like think, you can't just let fucking Neil Blomkamp make an alien movie you know, and he make a Prometheus movie. When he first said that it wasn't going to be till the fifth film that we saw a thing, I was like, good. And then it was at the end. I want Prometheus to tagged be it all stupid. its own thing because I love the idea of not the alien universe because of aliens. The alien universe because of what else is out there. There's all sorts of shit. Yeah. It's cool as fuck. And especially with what he put forth in Prometheus, the things that I liked about Prometheus. I'm sorry I love Lost, but Damon Lindelof, stop writing scripts, dude. Please. Just please. Just I like go you. Go back and write a Lost You're movie. You're nice. Yeah. You're good just at Lost. stop doing rewrites. You're hurting my guts. But fucking... There's just so much potential for neat things that don't have to be about xenomorphs. I love xenomorphs, but I love sci-fi even more. Yeah. Just give me more of your own fucking mind, Ridley Scott, please. But, and then they're talking about stuff where he wants to connect Blade Runner to the Alien franchise, too. And it's just like, you don't have to. You know, one good thing, uh, I'm sorry I'm cutting you off and talking about something else, but one good thing that's been announced in the Marvel world is Marvel and Fox are working together, Mm. joining forces to bring two... X-Men TV shows. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we spoke about that. Um, was I right about it being X-Factor? There was a piece of me that was confused. Uh, Legion and Hellfire. Oh, uh, okay. Are the names of Legion. will introduce us to David Holler, who has struggled with mental illness ever since he was a teenager. Diagnosed as schizophrenic, David has been in and out of psychiatric hospitals for years. But after a strange encounter with a fellow patient, he's confronted with the possibility that the voices he hears and the vision that he sees might be real. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that legion i know in passing I and then hellfire um young special agent who learns that that a power hungry woman with extraordinary abilities is working with a clandestine society of millionaires known as the hellfire club mm-hmm. to take over the world oh the whole world 
Yeah. The whole world, you say? No, just the, just the <laughs> lower 48. Oh, well, those are the most important of the 48. Just the central 48 states. No one cares about Alaska. <laughs> Nor nobody wants Hawaii. to fuck up Hawaii. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, they have coconuts. I don't know yeah. if they have coconuts. I actually don't know about that. That might be I'm a myth. I'm sure Hawaii has coconuts. I, I don't know. I've never been there. I'm sure Hawaii <laughs> has coconuts. I don't know. I, I'm not a betting man. Um, do you see Roger, Robert Rodriguez? Is, uh, okay, James Cameron has basically drafted Robert Rodriguez to uh, direct Battle Angel. Battle Angel. That Battle Angel Alita thing that he oh, had, right, right. That he was working on for years and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the uh, some weird fucking robot <laughs> bounty hunter chick, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I like Rodriguez. Um, they have officially announced Godzilla versus Kong coming out in twenty. It's a trilogy. Oh, really? That I read this morning. That they're they definitely set a date for a trilogy of Godzilla versus Kong stuff. Okay, so it's. It's or Kong it's Skull Island, together. Yeah. followed by Godzilla versus Kong. Right. No, Kong Skull Island, followed by Godzilla Two. Oh. Followed by Godzilla versus Godzilla Kong. versus Kong. So this will be the first modern connection of two franchises. Rodan, Mothra, and King Ghidorah are believed to provide a triple threat of opposition for the King of Monsters and Godzilla Two. Well, I hope that they realize that the monster fights are why we watched Godzilla in the first place. Yeah. You know, that's... Or they give a major great actor um, his entire role instead of cutting him short the yeah. first 15 minutes. Yeah, fucking quit cutting goddamn Brian uh, Cranston's balls off. What a fucking waste. Uh, Brian Cranston is a god to me at this point. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> he has, he he's has one of the greatest actors to ever live. It's like, mean, getting, <sighs> it's like getting Daniel Day-Lewis to do a fucking Godzilla movie. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, let's just give him like 20 minutes. Right. And we'd like him to play himself, if that would be possible. Can we get the greatest character actor of all yeah. time uh, to play himself? Just that- act like yourself, Brian. <laughs> this I is mean, boring. He just doesn't even care about being there at all. I just, like, I mean, he's... Dude, Breaking Bad, like, I, I'm so mad at myself for not watching it for as long as I did. And yeah. That is, like, I will not say it's my favorite show, because I can't. But it is the best fucking thing that I have ever seen that is made for television. Yeah. Just the way that it's shot... The care, the people, it, it's amazing. Yeah, it's the fucking best show that's ever been on TV. Yeah, it's incredible. And anybody who hasn't watched it, stop being fools like I was. Turn this podcast off. Just fucking shut us down. Go watch. Get on it's Netflix. All, it's all on Netflix and watch it. Yes, I seriously. Yes, like no yes. fucking joke. If you're still listening yes. to this, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. Get on Netflix now now now. <laughs> now that show changed my life me too and i was late i didn't watch it till it was streaming right you know and the final season was halfway through when i got into it mm. and i had to buy the second half of the final season that's to watch the, it you know the thing that's really funny about that show though is like you talk about it doesn't get really kicked off till the third season right but to me like the final season has more shit going on in it than the entire first five yeah that final se- that, that's just like 20 episodes of fucking bare knuckle insanity it's like it's like 20 episodes of a season finale yeah or a series finale it's insane and it you keep going back and forth from like knowing like watching knowing like okay there's seven episodes left you go back and forth between thinking how are they going to make this stretch for seven more episodes (laughs) right to how are they going to tell this whole story with only seven episodes left? like it's so crazy it's insane and like everybody they cast was just perfect like that cranston was born for that character oh yeah life defining yeah 
Definitely. And it shows that he has the fucking chops. That dude should do everything. Everything. He's yeah. so good. And fucking, uh, wow, I hate myself for not remembering fucking Jesse's name. Um, so check this out. He's great, too. Um, recently, IMDb has released a list of the 25 greatest films of the past 25 years, mm. according to all their scoring and everything like that. Right, so right. from 1990 to 2015, and I'm going to read them down to you. I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. Starting at 25. All right. Interstellar. Okay. Wow. That, I mean, that's kind of a huge deal right off the bat, being yeah. within that much time. You won't realize what came out since 1990. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, 24, The Wolf of Wall Street. 23, Django Unchained. Okay. 22, The Untouchables. That's a great flick. 20, what is it? See, it's just giving me back. It doesn't have the name. Uh, Inception. Okay. Inglorious Bastards. The Dark Knight. Into the Wild. The Departed. Batman Begins. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And then in a row, Return of the King, Two Towers, Fellowship of the Ring. Wow, they put Return of the King first. No, last. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd, get, I'd do that. I, I, don't, I like Return of the King a lot, but I don't think it's the best of, of the trilogy. But at I think all. it's better than Two Towers. I do too. Yeah, so I like that. Memento. Okay. Nolan, Nolan is just, it's yeah. all Nolan films. Fight Club. Saving Private Ryan. Life is Beautiful. I don't think I've seen that. It's from 97. It's a rare. It's I saw it back when I was disc-based okay. on Netflix. Life is beautiful. Fargo. Yeah. Seven. Now we're into like, okay, Fargo starts at one, two, three, four, five, six. This is the top seven. Okay. Okay. All right. Fargo. Seven. The Shawshank Redemption. Schindler's List. Reservoir Dogs. The Silence of the Lambs. Number one. As far back as I can remember. I always wanted to be a gangster. Goodfellas. Fuck yeah. And I agree. Your Goodfellas flick. is my yeah. favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I think. I, it's a fucking great movie. I, I, uh, yeah, I actually really like that list. I'm not going to lie. I agree with a lot of that I'm shit. Really, I'm really surprised to see Reservoir Dogs on here and Pulp Fiction not on here. Yeah. Well, like I've said a bunch of times, as much as I love Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, if I rewatch it, if I watched it right now, I'd tell you it's my favorite movie of all yeah. time. I will say it's Pulp so Fiction good. until I watch Reservoir Dogs. It's fucking amazing. And it's not because... And to think that that dude just fucking put a budget together and made that, that movie. I think that's what sells it for me. Because I love Pulp Fiction in every single fucking aspect, but I love Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs in every aspect, too. Harvey Keitel is the biggest is star for, in Reservoir Dogs. Yes. He's fucking amazing. And just, like, the mystery that they put out, the way that it's but shot... I, you know what I mean? Like, it's so indie. Yeah. It really is. There's yeah, no John yeah, that's Travolta. True. There's yeah, no that, Bruce Willis. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No Samuel Jackson. Yeah. I mean, he was a big deal even then. Samuel sure. Jackson at that time was making seven movies a fucking year. Yeah. And he got him in that. You know, and I think that, like, that's what makes Reservoir Dogs so much more to me yeah. than Pulp Fiction is because of that. Because it rides on nothing. Yeah. A no-name dude making this amazing flick with Harvey Keitel is the fucking biggest thing, like you said. I'm str It's strange to see that Batman Begins is placed over The Dark Knight. Yeah. I would I would put the Dark Knight above Black. I Batman would too. Begins. I definitely would. If only for Heath. I Ledger's, would not put all the uh, Lord of the Rings movies in a row like this. You wouldn't do that. No. I liked. No. I liked. Hold up. Uh, okay, this is know. not in that kind of order. This is in a descending uh, chronological order. Oh, uh, okay. 
Oh, starting from the newest yeah. to the oldest. Okay, I gotcha. Um, okay, because I was wondering why it was. I don't know. I mean, I liked I liked Fellowship better than Two Towers. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Two Towers kind of bored me. Fellowship, like even just that opening shot when uh, Frodo is like reading, sitting there by the tree reading. Yeah. Something like like after especially the first time we watched you, like man. This is fucking Middle yes. Earth. Yeah. When you're like, this they is really, so well done. I th- it's it's the best of all the Lord of the Rings things. I have the problem with the Hobbits because of all the things that everybody has problems with that he didn't yeah. care and it's all CG, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, I, the Hobbit is my favorite book. It could have been one succinct movie. didn't need three fucking things. That kind of killed me Maybe too. Maybe two to include everything. Two could everything. have been cool. Yeah. I mean, because it is kind of hefty. Whenever you're like, but, I love what fucking Vigo did. And yeah. they were like, you know, we would like to have you come in and play Aragon. He's like, motherfucker, Aragon ain't in the Hobbit. Yeah, quit trying to add shit. I'm not yeah. gonna do it. He yeah, wouldn't exactly. do it because of that. I love that. Um, <laughs> it's so amazing. That motherfucking Strider ain't in that shit, homie. <laughs> we ain't doing that. Vigo, A History of Violence is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. That could have pushed some of this stuff out. I of think. This. I think so too. It, and even as an adaptation of a comic book to film, I think it does a really good job. Okay, of so that's not Untouchables, and that's a movie called Intouchables. Intouchables, which I know nothing about, huh? I admit, um, I'm gonna have to stop fucking with my phone so we can talk about the album. And I still have some power. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anyway, let's get to that. Oh, the album. Okay, let's do it. Um, okay, let's just fucking jump right in. Let's do it. Show. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The fucking wonderful segment of this podcast called Ian discovers a hip hop album. Oh, and Ian, and he's discovering a hip hop album. There's going to be music underneath this later and it's kind of fucking 20 style. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay. So well, here we are. All right. Here, settling in. Um, so you were assigned the 2000, I think it's the 2012, 2010. When was it? When did this album come out? I don't have the goddamn date on my fucking phone. Because Jesus has been since then. So it's not yeah. his most recent album. Maybe 2010. No. Maybe right when I moved to St. Louis. Um, but yes, it was the. Uh, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. 20, 2010. 2010. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Six days before my birthday that year. Um, and you just now gave it a shot. And I just now listened to it. Uh, by Kanye West. By yes. Kanye. By Yeezy. So, I know how last Yeezy episode... Taught me. <laughs> I know how Yeezy last... taught me. Last episode when we talked about the uh, Marshall Mathers album. Uh-huh. And uh, you were like, I really like finally getting to hear you say something negative about an album. Um, this will not be that kind of review. Okay. This will be the exact opposite of that. Okay. This will be in my top 10 fucking albums of all time. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. This fucking thing blew my brain out. Yeah. Track for track. No shit. The only one that I feel like the weakest track is the, uh, the lost in the world. Uh, okay. Track with Bon Iver. There's that, outside. Yep. This is St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. This is what happens. Sometimes you get some fucking sirens. Ambulance. Yeah. That's the, um, I do feel like that's like the weakest track on the album. Okay. I think, I don't know. Like there's just something about the little background singing and the, the, the way that it's more digital. That's Boney Vare. I also don't care for um, uh, auto tuning. It, okay. it turns me off immediately on a song, really. So that like the whole time I'm kind of sitting there going, especially after um, fucking 11 tracks of the greatest goddamn thing I've ever yeah. heard. I mean, like for real, like. Right off the bat, just that cute little story, fucking uh, Nicki Minaj says. But if you, the look, if you of look at the book. whole thing like a play, 
Yeah. And you listen and look at the Nicki Minaj's part as the intro is like the person come in and go, ladies and gentlemen. Right, oh, right. Jesus. Oh, shit. You know, like, even like when you see like a lot of plays, there's like a little monologue yeah, at the beginning yeah, yeah, that's yeah, almost, it almost rhymes, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, well, t- let me paint you a story about, you know, right, something, right. blah, blah, blah. Or tell you a tale of, and it's kind of like, starts out with that. And to me, Lost in the World, the whole end of it. Um, and who will survive in America is the last song. Whenever the whole cast comes out and sings, yeah, to it's like as a bookend end. to the. Yeah. Okay, so that I'm gonna have to listening to this on the way home will now be a new experience. Okay, because while I took it as I did kind of jump around after the second time I listened to it, I listened to like all the way through the first couple times. Sure, and then I just kind of was like, what did I really like? And then yeah. I found that I would just listen to it from the beginning. Yeah, uh, but then my bus rides would always end like right before that sure. like, final thing. So I just kind of was like, all right, I'm cool with that. I didn't really dig that song that much anyway, you know. But uh, that's that's a fucking great way of looking at it. But yeah. um, I used this word when I first heard all the lights when you had me listen to it. And I'd say that it, it fits for this entire album. This album is bombastic. Yes. It's okay. huge. Yes. Yes. It's big in every fucking way. Even the subdued songs. It's not songs. just big this way. It's deep. Yes. It There's really so is. There's so much going d- down and lower and lower. And that's like listening to fucking Runaway and being like, this dude fucking knows who he is. Yeah. You know, we talk about him or not us, but like society talks about, cause we, we kind of fucking realize what he's doing a lot of times. Yeah. We talked about that before. Absolutely. But everybody kind of looks at him as this big fucking, he fucking knows who he is. This is a fucking thing that he's painting. He's an image. He is no more what this fucking thing is as Marilyn Manson is a goddamn devil creature. Yeah. You know, it's fucking entertainment yes this is what he's doing it's his way of coping with the issues that he has yeah it's, it's his version of stand-up comedy it's his fucking thing we just and don't it's know cool what to, to see i that. feel like we don't know what to do this because we've never seen hip-hop hasn't had david bowie yet. yeah that exactly that's that, a fucking great way of putting that they haven't had someone like that that's, that's like true. i'm also going to be involved in fashion i'm also yes. going to be i like architecture yeah i like a fucking chair he might just put a picture right. up on his website like <laughs> man this ch- fucking chair is dope it's dope like that's fucking david bowie right. of fucking hip-hop that's well, what that's he would be acting like what i say about listening to this album i almost have a hard time calling this a hip-hop album it's, it's it's almost not. It's just music. It's music yeah. because there's soul to it. There's R and B to it. Fucking gorgeous has a guitar solo. Yeah, monster has a four minute mouth synthesizer yeah. solo. That's fucking mind blowing. Like what De- the, the, fuck? the guitar solo and devil, and in, devil a in a new dress. dress. It's insane. Like it's just. Do you stuff know what I mean? Now when I say that, when Rick Ross comes in, he's the devil. <laughs> he's the devil. That's yeah. the devil yes. of the song. He yeah. is, and like, and that's the thing that I love. We talk about the storytelling thing. Every song is a storytelling song, but it's also not just. I went down to the street one day and did this thing. It's not just a storytelling song. It's, it's deeper than that. It's bombastic. Yeah. It's a fucking. It's an epic, is what yeah. it is. This is an epic in music form. This is the fucking Odyssey as an yes, album. Yes, it definitely yes. is. And I definitely think that that's that's what blue. I mean, it's like in every track. And it does sounds that. like that. It's as big as the fucking like. Yes, he he really did it even more so with Watch the Throne with that Jay Z album. But okay. the fucking music in this is as big as the Coliseum. The fucking interlude before all of the lights is a goddamn string orchestra Run, section. Down, I listen to that every oh time. God, if I listen to all so of the lights, good. I listen to the you interlude. Have to. It's, it's you just, have to. You have to. And it fucking sets it in. And that's just like all of it. It's amazing. It's a fuck. It, this thing blew my mind. And I haven't stopped listening to it except for to occasionally listen to Run the Jewels. But like this has been the fucking shit. The way he'll use somebody. Like he's not going to overuse something. Yes. Like in Monster. 
those fucking five or six lines that Rick Ross says at the beginning is the intro of the song. That's yeah, it. That's he it. doesn't have a real you get verse. The point. Yeah, exactly. This he is just what has he's setting that up. Thing. Yeah. This is a you know this thing, and then here's the here's the fucking hook that you, you Kanye want. West samples. Here's yeah, one, here's for, one example. for example, and that's what and it that's just it. turns into the yeah, song. It yeah. really is just a setup for this thing. And then I agree with what you said. Like Nicki Minaj, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. Why? Why did you She's turn into? Fucking, she is a monster on that this. fucking verse. Like you said, it's the best fucking thing in the song. Yeah. She fucking she kills kicks ass. The godfather of the James Brown of hip hop. <laughs> right. She comes on and kicks Jay Z's ass in right. the song. And she fucking kills the dude whose album it yeah. is. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's he like, wants an album so good that he doesn't care. There's a lot of rappers that, if I was a rapper and I wanted to put you on a song and you came in, and you did a few different verses. I'm gonna pick your one that's not the fucking me. I don't want you to be better right, than me. Right, exactly. Yeah, you want to show can't be it better up. Better than yeah. my verse. Fucking Kanye doesn't care. And that he shows just a like, piece of this humbleness that people don't notice. Yeah, that the fact uh, allows something like that on there. Like you know, and that's it's for the picture. It's for the bigger picture. Dr. Dre's always been like that. He's always put a lot of people on his shit and make make an album. Yeah, make just something you that's, want something that's good. That's yeah. the whole point is making it fucking and like I don't know. I love every piece of this. Like. You know, the stuff that I've heard from Kid Cudi, I didn't really love. Sure. But I fucking love Gorgeous. I love the way that Kanye, during, while Kid Cudi was on Kanye's label, which is good music. Right. He used him like, it was he was good music's Nate Dog. Right, <laughs> right. Where he would have him come in and sing these fucking hooks. Yeah. And these, let me play you something. Um, this is not, just this is not off this, this album. Okay. Um, this is off of an album by T.I. Okay. <clears throat> and it, uh. It's a song that Kanye produced for him, and it features. It's it sounds like good music, right? You know, it doesn't sound like the regular Ti thing. It sounds like something that Kanye did, right? But he, right. He uses Cuddy like Nate Dogg, like I'm talking about. Man, my fucking. <laughs> it's a done. No, it's cool. Right here. But that he's using them for that kind of right, stuff, you know. Yeah. Like just these, I like Kid Cudi, but I don't like him as much as a lot of people do. Yeah, I think that's what. Like I said, I wasn't really in love. I only heard like some passing stuff, you know, played by Andrew and whatnot, and sure. random things. But like, um, and things that I've kind of looked up on my own just because I've been curious when people say that he's pretty good. But it's, it's not like I don't say like I don't like him, but I don't. Right. He, he doesn't fucking grasp me like a lot of people that I've been looking into. But, um, but yeah, I love how he uses certain people. Like, I mean, just like uh. Like you said, how many people John are Legend. in all of the lights? Yeah, like that's the fuck it with fucking Elton John blowing Elton in there. John, blows my mind. Ryan Leslie, Fergie, Alicia Keys, so is Fergie Rihanna. The, is Fergie the girl who does the, ver- Unemployment the re- line, That's my least favorite part of the whole album. Decline, but it is. It, but it works where but it, it works is. Where it does. It is, yeah. And I will agree with that. I just don't care for but whatever you know but uh and for her that's some controversial lyrics like yeah. talking about I'm just about to do that line right. like she yeah, fucking that's is pretty in a kids intense group for, sometimes yeah, that's you know true. like 
Um, you know, and then like, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I know I've always heard John Legend's name, but I don't really listen to a lot of his stuff, but blame game fucking turned me on to him. Yeah. Like I'm looking into more of his stuff now like, yeah. because his voice is great, but just like the way he's used in that song, that song mm-hmm. is fucking powerful as shit. When, when good music started, it was Kanye and John Legend. Oh, okay. That like, okay. You watch the old shit of like Kanye going out and doing live stuff from college dropout and his right. first couple albums. It's him and John Legend. John Legend's oh. singing those hooks and he's playing all the piano shit. They're right. doing it together. Like, it was those guys. That That's was it. Cool. That I was their no whole idea. record label, yeah. was those two. He's a that talented first John Legend album, which is called Get Lifted. Right. Fucking amazing. Okay. Amazing shit. And then the newest album that he did with The Roots. Oh, it's not really? the most recent, but he did a whole album called Wake Up with the Roots, okay. where the Roots plays. It's just him singing and playing piano, oh, Black Thought rapping, and right. the Roots behind him. Oh, it's I got to, I got to fucking check. Wait, what's, wait, what's that called? It's called Wake Up. Wake Up. Okay, I got to fucking check that out. John Legend of the I Roots. I fucking love the Roots. I know that's like as I think it's really great because as we talk about this stuff, I start to realize hip hop that I have listened to. Sure. And I go like, oh yeah, the fucking Roots. I know the Roots. Like it's just I listen to so much music that I just go music that I like and music that I don't like. Right. The genres don't really matter to me. I transcend that kind of thing i feel like i listen to fucking anything that's good you know so when i was like oh yeah i fucking know the roots like game so yeah game theory is one of my favorite albums I uh, that john to. legend and the roots album straight sounds like a marvin gay album yeah dude it's Ooh, so I'm all good. over that shit then that's awesome in this crazy town, hard there's no love to be found having hard time in this crazy town Yeah, yeah. Those flutes. Ooh, playing over this. In my party house, I feel like needing others. Familiar faces creep, race a brother. Yeah, that's, oh, that's some, awesome. That's yeah, some dope that's shit awesome. for sure. Um, dude, John Legend is so good. Let me, let me. Have you heard? Like, this is the song that uh, really, like, I don't know, like set. Well. Oh, I didn't spell it right, obviously. Well, I'm, like, in a weird place because, like, I have to have music shown to me. Like, I don't have a car. So I don't have a radio. And if I'm listening to music, it's on my phone. It's stuff I already have. Yeah. You know, so experiencing new things really comes up to people being like, hey, man, you got to check this fucking thing out. That's why, that's, and I mean, I'm not trying to plug something, but that's why I love about Spotify is just being yeah. able to fucking listen to whatever. As soon as you hear about something, you're like, well, let's see what that sounds like. Well, I think I might have a, a better data plan soon, not to plug Boost, but since we're doing free fucking plugs for everybody, they have a thing now where, like, um, it used to be every time you'd make a payment, you'd get a cheaper bill. Okay. Now it's every time you make a payment on time, you get more data. Oh, Until cool. you get, like, five gigs okay. after, like, 18 months or something, which is fine. Like, I'm going to have this fucking phone sure. forever, so that's no big deal. We have, my wife and I split 40 gigs a month. Yeah. I've got, like... I this, think it's this like was one, the song. I don't know. It's small. Tell me how much, the, how Kanye this sounds. This is from when was Get Lifted? This is 2004. Okay. The snare drum in this song yeah. is so good. Just when it comes. <laughs> maybe it's me. Maybe I bore you. No, no, it's my fault. Jay-Z. 
dope, I love dude. This. John yes. Legend is dope as fuck. You yeah. know, it just like as I'm listening to that, I realize like you know uh, when you think about really good voices, I just think about crooners in general. I think that's sure. what it is because that's that's my experience with people who are good vocalists that right. people talk about. Um, he has this like he's not doing the bubblegummy Michael Bublé thing. Who no. I love, I love Michael Bublé. I do too, actually. But you know what? He's like he's like a male version of Amy Winehouse. Maybe not as dark because I don't really know what he does sure. that far. But like he's not gonna be doing like I mean, fucking uh, Blame Game is not like a clean song for him. No, you know, and that's oh, so, he doesn't have his you know, so like, albums. And yeah. so I love like listening to that. It's like okay, this is a fucking dude who's a crooner, but is like real that's yeah. why i loved amy winehouse i love female vocalists and i love that thing and sure. that became a big thing doing that pseudo 50s 60s sultry thing but she Have was you the one who to stood out because like the whole like like what they call like a neo soul i guess not. Thing, like maxwell I mean, like uh, yeah i know i know maxwell i've listened to a lot of maxwell because um my dad being a staunch racist uh did enjoy anybody that had our name Okay. So he was into Maxwell. Okay. Because we're Maxwells. Uh, so he liked that. <laughs> Even though he was a complete racist. He was a complete he was down racist. With Maxwell because uh, of name recognition. Yes, exactly. That's that's what worked with him. Um, I do not, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, so I listen to Maxwell. But like D'Angelo, I know a little bit about okay. people, you know, a little R. Kelly, you know, okay. that kind of thing. He's that, more straight he's R&B. He's more straight R&B. Okay. Because like that. Neo Soul would also include like Erica Badu okay. and Jill yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, stuff I, like that. I think I tend to, not because I like them more, but because it's who I know, I gravitate more towards female vocalists. Okay. It's not that I, and I actually love female vocalists, but I like a dude vocalist, dude. Like this John Legend thing's going to be great. I love Maxwell. Total side note, Slackers Down the Road has Tragic Kingdom for 18 <sighs> bucks on vinyl. No shit. Yeah. Uh, how late are they open? We can go by there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should get we should get that. One of us needs to buy that. Tonight. But, back, but back to the uh, album, like, what were the standout oh, tracks for you? Um, I am hesitant to say every single one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. And, the ones that I will always turn it on to, I will straight up do Dark Fantasy, Gorgeous and Power, all the way down to actually, no shit, all of them. My favorite ones, though, I will say, all the lights I love with the it's, interlude it, included. I don't think I feel like it's gonna be like after that album, it's been hard for the past five years to make an epic hip hop song. Yes. I mean, that thing... What like, are you going to do to top that you song? You can't. I mean, you fucking can't. There's so much to it. His verses are so real, and they're about things that he's going through, but the, the choruses and things are just, just straight bombastic, just yeah. over-the-top, beautiful. They're hooky. They get stuck that in your head. That thing that sounds like someone's beating uh, plastic Holy shit. tubes. That yes. That pl- the fuck it. It's just... That song has so many layers. Let's play it. Yeah, please. I was like, we haven't listened to anything from this album so far. Let's play it. Let's, let's like... If you have any idea, like, how many times in the past five years I've driven around doing this right here. <laughs> da, 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 just singing to this part. And you know, like, this motherfucker doesn't do that in a fucking... No, that's, using a, a that's a dude playing a cello. He hired a yes. fucking orchestra to yes. come in and do just this intro. I got fucking well up a little bit, just... It's genius. That's why it's so hard to see that this guy's such a piece of shit. Yes. And that's John Legend playing that piano part.
Oh, but oh. I have. Unfortunately, I have this uh. on fucking. <laughs> goddamn. Damn it! <laughs> that broke uh, me. That's that sucked a lot, but it should go up. Yeah. I fucking horns. Yeah. It's like you can only fist pump. It this. is. It's like, just like. You know that he made just like I just want to stand up in the, on the stage. Yes. And and like the lights come on, the whole fucking like, place. It's not a just stadium. Stage it's lights. a stadium yeah. full of fucking people. And he's got Rihanna. He's you know he wrote her yeah. words. Oh and he's yeah. He's just like I want to. I want the words to be turn up the lights in here. Yeah. Extra bright. I want y'all to I'll feel it. it. Like yes. I want all the lights in this fucking place. We don't <laughs> right. have to play the whole fucking. It was. It's dark and this is light. Like. And then the usage of people, like we said, like that one verse by Fergie, like you say, it's really intense for her, even though I don't really love it. But yeah, I get that. And then like Elton John comes in and all he does is he does the chorus once. Yeah. And then he just does I that. Feel like all I can say. Say. And Doing it's fucking, fucking great. Yeah. And it just cements that last bit. And you just. And you know they're just in the studio just. Like fuck, let's try it. Turn the microphone yeah, on. Just Sing fucking like that. do it. He yeah, fucking, that's he it. He just belts it. It's they it say is, that they say that Kanye is the kind of guy that throws away more than he'll ever use. Yeah, I like, can imagine. Like, no, we'll I try mean, it. There's we'll try there's it. no way that he's getting all this in the first try. This dude is no, a fucking perfectionist. No. And that's one of the things he that brings I think. People like, in, he's like, what can you like? Look at the amount of producers that are on just that song. Yeah, there's so many things. There's like one part, right? That just that brrr, he wanted that and he fucking got that from somebody. Yeah, and exactly. Added to it, and you know, and that's like the thing with this persona that he has. Like, I don't care who he really is. I know listening to this album, you know who this guy really is. He is. You just can't a listen dude. to the song only one. The yeah. song that he wrote with McCartney where it's just Oregon and him singing yeah. over it, and it's from the perspective of his dead mom yeah. about his daughter. <laughs> right. That motherfucker yeah. has got a lot more going on than just the Taylor Swift yes. at the Grammys thing. Yes. You know, and I think that like that's that's the whole thing. He yes, he plays this part. He's going to he's in infiltrate. On it. He knows he's been, like, he's more, infiltrating as I'm drunk society. And here thinking about it, like the way that he won't smile on camera in yes. NBA games. Yep, it's all a fucking troll. He knows troll. what's going on. He's fucking he's fucking with everyone. He's trolling the world. But if you want to know the real guy, you listen to this shit. Yeah, and listen to his actual and words. Maybe you won't know like and you know these things that are inside of him. These like especially in stuff like um uh what's Runaway specifically. Well, I dude, feel like that's stay such... with all of the lights and yeah. stay with the lyrics when he says when he uh um talking about his daughter yeah. that's the big thing restraining order can't, can't see, see my, my daughter. daughter her mother brother, brother grandmother, grandmother hate me in that order. order then when it gets real personal when he says public visitations yeah. we met at borders. borders like that's fucking yes. you know talking about getting together, to together to i get my meet. shit together like because he has a daughter outside of him and kim yeah, kardashian yeah that's what that's about and yeah like he has to go fucking that's just so He's crazy. Done, and, that's, and that's the thing. And like you, you listen, and then you listen to that. You listen to the lyrics, and you get who he is as a person. And then you go to Runaway. And you listen to the music, too. I think yeah. that's the thing. You listen to the music, you realize this is a dude who fucking knows who he is. He knows what he can do with himself. And this guy has fucking channeled the shit that he's got. Yeah. And he has perfected that concept of channeling once. I mean, like, he is... At its truest point, the perfect artist writer. Yeah. Like, he really, like, he's not fucking breaking down. He's obviously having a family going on right now. He's also That's goofy in real life. You know what you don't see about Kanye? You see him talking shit on awards show and stuff like that. You know what you don't see? You don't see him drugged and drunk out of his mind. Yes. You don't see him fucking well, getting into fights and religion with is all people. he needs. You know, that's yeah. that's one of those things too, like talking about like he's fuck he's been through these places. Yeah. He's seen this dark side of himself and he, he actually fucking realizes he doesn't dig it. Yeah. You know, and he's trying to fix his shit. Yeah. And we're fucking kind that of, chick in the bathroom. Yes. And stuff like yes. that. Like that's not that, he found, he got nothing out of it. Right. And he realizes how shallow that shit was. And that's one of those things, like, I ended up kind of fucking myself up because there was a moment where I'm fucking all over Reddit lately looking at all this weird shit. And and in one of the fan theories thing, there is something about 
how the real Kanye is actually his twin brother buried in a basement who writes these songs for him. whatever. Anyway, but it opened up these things to me that makes me think about like the way that he portrays himself in reality and the way that he portrays himself in music and the way that he portrays himself behind closed doors. And those are three completely different personalities. Right. You know, and the person we see in public is the person that he wants us to see. This self-defense mechanism. He is to a stand-up comedian the jokes that makes them feel better about how shitty they are as a person his weird persona makes him feel better about his insecurities and then his music is really who he is and then what's behind closed doors we don't we don't see the stuff about his family is what he really is and i think it's amazing that he ends up separating that in a way you know we see his daughter and stuff sometimes in public dressed in things but but you know they really talk that's about... not like what's the focus of a lot of shit you when, know he did this thing called the uses tour and uh, it was based off of this uh, this play, and I can't find it online now talking about it, um, but it was based off this play about this man in this mountain. And I read this article a while back about how the idea that Kanye's whole life, like he's trying to emulate this play because the main character marries this highly well-known whore. I feel like I've read something about this yeah. as well. Yeah. And it was a really interesting, yeah, because uh, it paralleled him and Kim Kardashian and right. stuff like that, you know. And like, I don't know. I've never watched her show, so I don't know what. Her I don't know any of that stuff. Like. No, I, no I, I mean, I just hear what people talk about. I figure and she's people a that scum read about fuck. her. Yeah, you know, but but again, too, like we don't know who she is in reality. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the. She doesn't write but songs we, about but who she's she is. on a reality show. Uh, yeah, because reality shows are fucking yeah. real, you know, <laughs> but. I mean, I'm not trying to vouch for Kim Kardashian at all. Please, no one take that as if I think that she's wonderful, because I don't. But, but these um, things that we're talking about, though, these are like the reasons why um, I consider this one of the greatest albums of all time, though. Like, you know, like the, um, like you were talking about Runaway. Yeah. And like. It's so introspective. It is, and it's so self-aware. And it, for, you know, and it's really amazing, because when you listen to the chorus of the song. the jerk-offs. And that's. The ones the, who won't take work off. off. But yeah. that's the thing, like, if you only listen to the chorus, you think he's vouching for these dudes, but he's actually not. Right. It's a sorrow for fucking toast. Yeah. It's a let's toast because these are who exist. Because throughout the whole song, he indicts himself as a piece yeah. of shit. And he says and these things up. like, and he does, you know, he's like, I don't understand women, you know, and that's why I show her my dick, you know, and these yeah. kinds of things. But she like, find pictures in my email. <laughs> I sent this bitch a picture of my dick. <laughs> I don't know what it is with females, but, but I'm, I'm not, not too good, good with that, that shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, so like he totally is aware of these kinds of things. Because I could have me a good girl, but be still be interested in those hood, hood rats. rats. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then that whole thing where like the chorus is like, yes, let's have a toast, but the, I think we've got a plan. Run away as fast as you can. Yeah, I realize. I'm a piece of shit. Get Don't fuck fucking stay with me. me. I'm a time if bomb. If you do, you're an idiot too. Yeah. That's the thing. These handbags and these boots or whatever he says have that cost. That's yeah. whole, you have to deal with his shitheadedness yeah. in order to get these things that come from him. He's not a fucking and good then person. Push a tease verse. Oh, 24, shit. 7, 365. <laughs> Pussy stays on my mind. Like <laughs> it's I mean, and, and you're seeing Pusha this, T, just so you know, he was a part of a seminal rap group called the Clips. Okay. C L I P S E. Okay. Clips. Who was someone that... That's an acronym? No. Oh, you just spelled it. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't know how to spell the word clips. Um, with an E at the end. Oh. Yeah. I don't. That's, why I, that's why I spelled it. Because okay. it has that weird E. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> but they were the pioneers of cocaine rap. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cocaine vandal. I induct scandal. Right. 
Let well, that's do one you of the crazy things, uh, looking Marbury's Kanye talking handle. about the the blow sometimes through in the songs too. You know, yeah, you're tripping off the powder and and, and yeah. these kinds of things. Like, because he's at that high level, he's aware of who he is. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm sorry. That whole thing with the fan theory about Kanye thing led me into some interesting actual tidbits about him. The stuff about the time that you know he's breaking up with his girlfriend and his mom dies, and he's having a hard time dealing with this, and he's also having to face being famous and being rich and never having that and it's like such a huge thing for him yeah that it fucks him up on so many levels yeah and that's why he hit this rock bottom area and then this album is about him kind of not only getting himself out of that but realizing that that's who he was yeah you know and i think that's a beautiful fucking thing again when you look at who he is on television this album is who he really is yeah this is who he is and you say it's a play but it's a play about him yeah oh sure it's a, yeah you know it's a play about his it's own a, existence it's a, it's a musical and a play and an autobiography. It is a storytelling rap track as an entire album. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. This is that storytelling rap song. Man, you want to talk about a breakup song album. about the blame game. Oh, my God. And there's just like, and just even just the chorus. Just and that, you know like, that you know, shit is real about her yes. forgetting to fucking hang up the phone. And yes. I heard the whole thing. Oh, my God. Like, that shit is so deep. And that doesn't come from someplace where you're just sitting in your room going, that's fucking cool. Like, no, you felt this. That's being open. This dude has been about there. your life yes yeah. and i think that that's one of the funny things is the only he heard his ex-girlfriend in... talking to some dude about fucking her yeah. and stuff like that and she left her phone on like oh my god that's a hard fucking thing for yeah. a man to have to deal with and for someone at his level who is like the fucking ambassador of being cool right or is trying to be at yeah. least for him to be oh, that's just like early, you know, you know and, and, and even the lyrics let's play the blame game i hate um, you yeah and then it keeps going back to i love, I love you, you and like yeah. fucking and the, you know, just the, like, I call you a bitch for short. You call me motherfucker for long. Yeah. You know, like those things, like the, and it's so, that's a, that's an experience. That's what this dude felt. Yeah. And I think that that's what's great about everything that happened in this is just like, you, you get to see what he went through and what made him what he is. And that it also brings this artistic nature out of him that he can sit down and go, this whole album is me. I don't care. I'm, I'm going to show all my hands. And the thing that's amazing is that he doesn't do that on television. And you yeah. have to listen to his music to know who he really mm -hmm. is. You know, because I still think that he looks like an asshole. I get that. But he also realizes that he's an asshole. Yeah. And while it's kind of not cool that you say you're an asshole and you know you are and you are one, that kind of doesn't excuse it. But, like, at the same time, like, it kind of does. This dude fucking knows what he's doing. And, and like... It's so weird to me, like, the whole idea that hip-hop is about bragging. And yeah. about talking about how great you are. But people get really pissed when he does it. Yeah. Because he backs it all up. Yes. And he's not as gracious as, say, a Jay-Z. In the same a song. Jay-Z he... is just like, you know, I am the greatest. I'm right. the fucking biggest player in the room. I'm Jay-Z. But I got love for everybody. I don't hate right. you guys. Kanye's just like, fucking kiss my shoe, bitch. Yes. I'm the fucking king. I'm exactly. a god. I'm a god, yes. And he does that thing where, like, but it, in that same song where he says he's a god, he also says he's a piece of shit and worthless. Yeah. He knows his dichotomy. Yeah. He knows that rap is about fucking He knows that doing he's making that. this persona of being the coolest fucking great because he fucking doesn't like himself. Yes. And the fact that he's honest with himself is what makes this such a re-listenable album. Mm -hmm. That's not a word, I don't think. But I will listen and to this a million times. he's untethered with his mom being gone. He's untethered. Yeah. There's nothing that's grounding He's not going to offend anyone that he gives a shit about yeah. at this point. This is just him. You know, and, and like... I'd like to listen to more of his stuff, but I don't think any of it's going to really compare to this. Well, that's even, definitely even his opus is. at this, this is point. Like, you but know, the thing, and, and is, I get the that. thing is with Kanye is like, Kanye's career is like this. Kanye's first three albums are absolute hip-hop classics. Right. 
and but they are definitely in the Kanye West style that he started out with, which was that, that sped up down, soul. Or yeah, sped up where they soul. Take is, that yeah. soul and take like a fucking sp- a soul line and turn it into <laughs> right, you know, like yeah. real fu- a faster and higher pitched. And that really, and his first three albums are that perfected, right? You know, uh, it's it's the college dropout. Mm-hmm. It's it's the college. It's his college years. Yeah, right. It's college dropout, late registration, and graduation. Right, right. And those three albums are fucking perfect as a three album thing. Then he came out. Then the his breakup happened. And right. He lost his mom. Right. And at that point, he put out 808s and Heartbreak. Okay. 808s and Heartbreak, I'm not going to have you listen to because <laughs> it is completely auto-tuned from beginning to end. Oh, it's gross. A, it's a complete... It's not gross, though. Right. He comes out and puts... No one else ever needs to use it again. Right. Because he perfected it. Okay. And he did this fucking album that is... It's called 808s and Heartbreak because it's all done with an 808 drum machine from okay. back in the day. Right. And he does this... The vocoder, the fucking... Uh, Autocorrect, or, but he doesn't use it to make his voice sound perfect. He uses it to make himself sound fucking robotic and through this stuff. Oh, and so it's always, you know, it's got the fucking. It's more of the yeah, and it's this story about it's it's a breakup. It's a sad fucking story, and it's a really fucking well done. He recently just just like a while back did uh, the album for two nights at the Hollywood Bowl. Interesting. He did the whole thing. Um, it starts off. Um, this is what it kind of sounds like. All of it has the sound it. of it to it. Yeah. This bleep and blue it's kind of futuristic thing. Yeah. Um, songs like Robocop. Because. interesting it's very interesting you know what uh, this was the big song off it one of them was heartless But it's a concept album. It's it tells a story all the way through it. You know, because of my obsession with fan theories now, I'm going to posit a theory right here. He does the album like that because it's covering up how much he's crying. Probably. It's a sad fucking yeah. album. The, if it's a, if it's a breakup of, kind of thing like that. The names that, of the you know? songs, Say You Will, Welcome to Heartbreak, Heartless, Amazing, Love Lockdown, Paranoid, Robocop, Streetlights, Bad News, See You in My Nightmares, which is so good with Lil Wayne. Right. I got my life, and it's my only one. I got the night, I'm running from the sun, so good night. All Little Wayne does is does the chorus, which is just him going, I got the right <laughs> to put up a fight, but not quite. Him singing this thing over and over. Yeah, I guess he does have a fucking verse, too. Yeah. yeah. And it's good. Like we talked well, about, you know, if he shows up and does one verse, he's great. Yeah, if he does a whole it, album, my God, it's I'm too lost. Much. It's too much work for him. Uh, you know, that that's, I yeah, that actually maybe fills it in for me more. You know, that because honestly, if you want to make the auto-tune warble like that, you have to be fucking up on purpose. Yeah. So either he's fucking up on purpose or it's him covering up bawling in the fucking studio. Yeah. Which I think is a beautiful dark thing. Sure, I fucking love one. that. Yeah, either way. And then it's ended with this song called Pinocchio Story, which is just a freestyle he did in Singapore at one point. Okay. And like after this whole album of Heartbreak, and the last song is called Coldest Winter, and it's all about losing his mom. Right. 
And then he does this Pinocchio story, and it's all about how he... And he's like, I want to be a real boy! He keeps saying over and over again. He keeps talking uh. about how he's fucking just... He's not real Because he's fucking destroyed he's fucking at this destroyed. point. He lost yeah. the woman and his mother. Yeah. And that was the thing that they were talking about Dude, on this forum. Dude, the guy uh, has forum. so much like, going on it's, fucking It's really fucking interesting. You know, and then, like, that's the thing. He kind of pushes away paparazzi and stuff, and then he does this crazy stuff. It, yeah. it does interest him, but at the same time, like, it makes me go, what a fucking weirdo. Like, they don't it really want to approach but you, him. But you have to look at You have to back off and be like, but he's not a mess. No, he's not. He's not no, making no, debacles no, no, no. of himself That's, at parties. He's not thing. fall down drunk. He's, he's not on drugs. He's fucking. He is purposely uh, uh, creating a Miley media Cyrus. persona. Yeah, he has that. He's the craziness yeah. on his terms. Mm-hmm. It's insanity by his fucking terms and that's something i respect about miley cyrus i think cyrus. it's beautiful absolutely yeah, it's amazing you don't see miley cyrus getting dragged out of clubs fucked up out of her mind right because she's not there right she's at someone's house doing acid with the fucking flaming lips <laughs> right exactly trying to write the new dark side of the moon exactly she's fucking she's done not fucking with being miley up. cyrus yes. and i think kanye is doing the same thing yes he has this persona but that hides whatever he's really doing i'm telling you that bitch yeah Mi- miley, do you see what they're gonna do now her and the flaming lips are gonna do tour naked they're gonna play all the shows Wait, really naked. i swear to god <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking lost her mind in a good way yeah no that's amazing that's that whole when she gets out of her record deal it's fucking over we'll never see her again we're gonna it's gonna be the craziest <laughs> shit in the world she's just she's gonna just be full time in the flaming lips yeah right <laughs> at this point they love her yeah. like she like she's best friends with wayne she's Coyne. got a good voice i'm gonna give her that she's I, got a fucking good voice i guarantee in the next five years she marries wayne coin you think the so lips. Yeah. i bet <laughs> <laughs> they're just too creative and like who gives a fuck yeah no i think it's amazing that's like that we talked about that on one of the recent episodes you know it's like that is great you get to that point where you just go fuck what everybody thinks i'm gonna go as fucking insane yeah. as possible and then they can't fuck with you what can they say that you're fucking crazy yeah you made it crazy yeah you know you they didn't make you crazy but am you made i crazy, them crazy. You know, like, i don't you don't see like Miley Cyrus will show you her tits yeah. on the Instagram, right. but you're not going to see her pussy when she's getting out of a exactly. fucking limo outside of a club. And the only people she, get, she's calculated. She right. knows exactly what the fuck she's doing. And the doing. only people getting annoyed by it are people who are already stuck up anyway. Yeah. So fuck them. They deserve yeah. a little ruffling of their fucking feathers yeah. anywho. You I don't know, think so. we've seen ever... I mean, maybe the closest thing we've ever seen to what's going on with Miley Cyrus from going from... It, it's more extreme. Yeah. It's more extreme from going from Hannah Montana, this Disney fucking princess... Yeah. The real life Disney princess. Yeah. Miley yeah, Cyrus she was a was human a real, Disney princess. A human Disney yes. princess. Disney had made her into a princess. Yes. She fuck, could print fucking money. Yes. She was selling more backpacks than anybody could sell. She still CDs. is. They yeah, still sure. sell the fuck out of sure. her. Yes. And for her to go from that to releasing a 22 track album with fucking Flaming Lips right. and Friends and be the person who's like, will cover herself with sparkly paint and put new <laughs> pictures of herself on yep. Instagram and stuff, that's more extreme than. I want to hold your hand to Sergeant Pepper's. Yes. It yeah. really is. I agree with that. Yeah, most definitely. You don't think it'd be crazier if like Justin Timberlake put an album out with Radiohead next yeah. year? It's like, what's going on? That would, I would, be, I would be okay with that. I would that actually be, more be okay believable with that. than what's going on with Miley Cyrus, yeah. actually. Yeah, it would. You know, and, but I think it's a beautiful thing. It really is because that's what our society and our culture seems to be obsessed with is these over-the-top stories. Sure. And she's giving them that, but in fucking fairy tale form. Sensationalizing the beautiful. shit out of it. Yes. You know, it's fucking Hans Christian Andersen of humans. You know, it really yeah. is. Because we already have these sensationalized, insane fucking celebrity type people. Yeah. Uh, with the Kardashians, for example. Sure. It's just like the main one. With but Kanye, for example. With Kanye, for example. But she comes out and she's like, yeah, crazy. How about crazy to the 
10 because I think it's cool. Not because yeah. you think it's cool. Yeah. And then people eat it up or they go How insane about over it. Like, How about watching someone go crazy like she is while holding it completely together? Yeah. And selling the fuck yep. out of records. Yeah, exactly. She's not losing her mind. And hosting the goddamn Grammys Britney and shit like that. Britney had a problem. Britney had an actual breakdown. Whatever, whatever it was, whenever she Miley Cyrus shaves her head, it's because it she likes a new it. Hairstyle. It's a style, exactly. Yeah. She's not busting out windows of cars with fucking umbrellas she's while she's doing that. She's not making crazy videos where she's like, "I tell you what, everybody in Hollywood, she's yeah, she knows exactly. She grew up in Hollywood. Yeah, she her knows, dad was she the plays most this famous game. country musician yeah. in the world for five years. Well, you know, his transition is almost as kooky as hers is. Yeah, you see the way he looks compared to how he did in the nineties. Yeah, achy breaky fucking mullet version versus fucking uh, iced tips, goddamn yeah. pop rock version. They fucking know how to play this game. Yeah. She was raised in the environment of playing yeah. the fucking Hollywood game. I agree. While Billy Ray Cyrus maybe not was a star, but you know what? Achy Breaky Heart was a fucking hit yeah. for like at least a year. It that song played. was one of it the biggest every day on country music songs. somewhere in this country. Even outside of country music, it was sure. a fucking hit. Oh, in the time? Oh, shit. Jesus that Christ. Was a, it was a cultural phenomenon. I'm proud of the fact that I can say to this day, I've never heard that song all the way through. Really? I've heard uh, snippets. I don't, I've I don't never know. Heard yeah, I don't know sitting. if I honestly have, but when I was was at like six i had a mm-hmm. t-shirt that said it on there wow yeah but that's the thing like it was a fu- and he fucking was like look don't get like i ended up fucking yeah. play your game i think he fucking understands as much as she does and she learned from being in that sort of situation well, they're friends. Like, yeah there's not like some you know they see don't all this hate shit each where, like, other fucking yeah, yeah. She's not writing like, a tell-all book about the shitty still, dad she she's had. She's still Instagrams you know? pictures like, here we are at fucking Christmas. Hanging out, like, yeah. motherfuckers, you know what they you're doing. They know what's going yeah, on. She had a smart dad. I mean, of course, you don't write a song like Achy Breaky Heart and be a pop country hit sensation in the 90s and not know what you're doing. Yes. You either know what you're doing or you're a crazy person. But what did he do? He put out a huge song that exploded for a while and then he fucking disappeared yeah. like he should have. Until it was time to have a daughter to fucking and carry it on. And the fuck out of this kid who's yep. just become bigger than life. Exactly. Yeah. He created that while instead of fucking sitting on this shit. You know, yeah. I, I, yeah, they know what's up. I think it's great. So that's about it for us this week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Get on the Facebook. Tell us what you think of Miley Cyrus's insane career and how... <laughs> you Maybe you think that she's crazy. When you're Do not, I have homework this time? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, okay. uh, well, yeah. We Good. Can, I'm going to listen you know to this what? album for another week and a half. Actually, I, have, I do have another. We're going to stay <laughs> okay. modern. Okay. We're going to go even more modern. All right. Um, after what you've learned about Dr. Dre and Ice Cube and Easy e and NWA and right, the right. West Coast, you know, what the West Coast in the 90s were a titan. Right. They were huge. Okay. And then the Bad Boy feud happened. You know, Bad Boy Records came okay. up with Biggie and Puffy. And then right, that right. became a feud. And then obviously that ended the deaths of Tupac and Biggie. Right. Whose music have you listened to? We've yeah, listened yeah. to a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, then the West Coast really slipped okay. for a long time. For a long time. Okay. Um, Dre kind of, you know, he wasn't really representing the West Coast, but specifically, you know, as he as he started doing all of his. I mean, even though he was still based out of L.A., Eminem was based out of Detroit. Yeah, his he's sound from Michigan. Was definitely yeah. became that sound. Right. There, when he when Eminem protégéing underneath Dre, there was not a continuation of this West Coast. You can hear Dre, thing. but it doesn't sound like that stuff used to. Yeah, but Dre's I'll agree been with that. looking. Okay, he's and I mean uh, he put together the firm at okay. one point, which was Foxy Brown and Nas and AZ and these okay. three guys, and that was it. Kind of flopped, you know. That's oh, why okay. he says in uh, and forgot about Dre's like, uh, are you people that think that I turn pop on a firm flop? Dre the Dre. Uh, Y'all ain't the reason that Dre ain't been getting no sleep. He's talking ah. about all the people who talk shit about him because he put this group together and didn't work. Okay, okay. Um, so he started this ba- this group, you know, this label, Aftermath. Right. He put out an album of his. And then 
everything just slowed down. You didn't hear anything much from Ice Cube anymore. He started acting. Right, right. Um, people like Spice One, you know, groups like that, or even, I mean, Easy was dead. Right. The rest of the guys right. from NWA really weren't blowing up. Snoop okay. moved to No Limit. Right. Tupac was dead. Right. Dog Pound weren't doing much. Warren G and everyone went quiet. Okay. The West Coast the West Coast was quiet. It just kind of shut down. And yeah. it got quiet for quite a while. Okay. And then Dr. Dre brought up the game. Okay. Who was who was supposed to bring back the West Coast. And he has some great songs, but he never really did. It never got to where in the nineties, how in the early nineties, how big Death Row was. Right. How big West Coast hip hop was. You know, even stuff like uh like Too Short. Right, and right. E forty, you okay. know, the Bay City bangers down there, like that got quiet. All that shit got quiet in the West, and it all became East Coast hip hop and down South. And that's when No Limit kicked off. And that's when Outcast came to be. Okay. That's when even like stuff like Jermaine Dupree's So So Deaf records with like Jermaine Dupree and The Brat and Chris right. Cross, like all, like everything. And then the Down South Crunk thing moved into Little John with Eastside Boys and Trick Daddy and right. shit like that. So like the spotlight left. California for a long time. Okay. The West Coast was not represented well. And then the game came out, and that was supposed to be the new rebirth of West Coast hip hop. I'm right there with you. <laughs> and uh, we both like have crazy. to piss so bad. That's yes. why we're this. Um, but then, um, let me see when this album came out. Um, a guy showed up out of nowhere with no, with like very little hype as far as on a big level. Right. Um, and he came out with this album called Section 80. And that album. This is what um, I'm doing. This here. is not your album. Oh, okay, this is, okay. uh, that was out. In, that was in 2011, I guess. So this okay. is a little bit later than I thought. So in 2011, Section 80 came out by a guy named Kendrick Lamar. Okay. And people started paying attention. Kendrick, yeah. Shit started sounding more like the West Coast again. Right. And someone who really took note of that and figured it out pretty quick after he had signed Eminem, right. after he had signed 50 Cent, who was huge, you right? Know, but yeah, not, but didn't have a West Coast sound to him. Right. No. No. Um, if anything, after rapping, Dr. Dre is great at finding rappers. Okay. So he discovers Kendrick. Right. And together they create this album called Good Kid, Mad City. And um, it's it's the most... It's The West Coast is back. Right. And not only was the West Coast back, everyone in fucking Kendrick Lamar's camp was now being looked at. Oh, uh, Absol, J Rock, and someone Schoolboy Q who has put an album out recently that's okay. that made a lot of waves. But his his album, the editor's notes, uh, from the spacious bitch don't kill my vibe, rhythmically chaotic backstreet freestyle, freestyle hypnotic swimming pools, and heart breaking introspective sing about me. I'm dying of thirst, which is not the name of the song. It's actually called Sing About Me, <laughs> My Dying Thirst. Um, each song is grounded by the uniquely impressive and sometimes painfully relatable lyrics of Lamar. As the triumphant closer Compton plays with the West Coast pioneer Dr. Dre, it becomes clear that a torch is being passed to a new hip-hop great. Mm. This album is a concept album. This okay. album tells a story through the whole thing. Okay. Which people have given shit for, like uh, Neil Brennan said that it's about a bunch of guys sitting around smoking weed telling stories. <laughs> but it really does have a story through it. Okay. Um, and it is Good Kid, Mad City. Good Kid, Mad City. Um, Mad is an... M A A D two A's, um, and it's an acronym. Okay, um, but it features uh, there's a remix with Jay Z, Mary J Blige is on it, Dr. Dre is obviously on a few songs. Um, Drake shows up on a song, right? On "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" and J Rock um, from or no, he's on Poet Justice. Um, but it's an amazing album. 
It's incredible, and I really look forward to you listening okay. to that one. Yeah, that, I'm that, about this, this is what brought the West Coast back. Oh, okay, now the West Coast is here is again. Here again, which okay. ushered to Pimp a Butterfly his next song, right, which right. ushered Dre got him fucking inspired to make Compton. Okay, um, which I haven't listened to, but I've listened to a Pimp a Butterfly a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just like in passing, really. But, but this this one is what's what really okay. got the world to listen to. In a world, this is what in the world. Whenever that Macklemore album came out, the same out year as this, right? And Macklemore was at the Grammys. Like, man, this fucking should have gone to Kendrick. Right, this is right. Embarrassing. Like, it's so it's so good it's that so... Macklemore is embarrassed. Like, he's embarrassed, <laughs> and the whole world was like, man, fuck the Grammys. This right. is bullshit. Okay. So yeah, your next album is Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad okay. City. I'm excited about this. Um, so tell us what you guys think. Did you guys like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West? Did you not? I've talked Let to a lot know. of people about it this week, and not a lot of people have ever listened to it. Yeah, at least and people it's at work. His, it's like, his magnificent opus. I'm just like, this thing is fucking amazing. Like, I it's keep playing it. It's Mr. Holland's it. opus. Yeah, this is Mr. Holland's opus. It's it's great, and it will be a permanent staple on my phone from yeah. now on. This is one of my favorite albums I've ever listened to, right track on, for brother. track. I think it is fucking fantastic. Right on. If I could give it more than five, whatever we do, I would do that. It's I, I amazing. you know I was like I love this album so much that like theorizing in my head what would happen in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. I was like Ian is going to be like every other the review i've given take one point off of all of them so this can be the only five at yeah this point. i, I kind of feel like that almost like this it really like it's a totally different experience and yeah. it's and if you're only into hip-hop then you might not dig it and i can right. see that but if you like fucking music this is fucking music and even more so the albums that bookend it the 808s and heartbreaks and right Jesus, right which are both really polarizing yeah we might get to those eventually okay but yeah this shit just like i mean it's it's just a good listen. It's fucking right. good. It's catchy. It's fun. It's not fun. It's amazing in yeah. every fucking way. It, this is pure music. This well, this is Kendrick what, Lamar album. You're gonna uh, to me. Kendrick Lamar is everything great about West Coast hip hop slammed into Andre 3000 a little okay. bit. Okay, there's some of that. Okay. The way is some voices and things he right. does and stuff. You're gonna love it. I'm excited about this. Yeah. So that's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, we will thank be you back as always. In a week, um, we're working on some guests. So next week, hopefully... Oh, Amber's coming next yeah, week. Yeah, That's right. So yeah, Amber yeah, will be back. Amber. Next week will be goofy as fuck. Maybe we'll drink again. <sighs> Why not? So uh, thank you guys for listening. Have a great weekend. And as always, enjoy, enjoy your, your boils. boils. Let's piss. Uh. Uh. I love it, though. I love it, though. <laughs> you know? Uh. Put your hands to the constellations The way you look should be a sin You my sensation <laughs> I know I'm preaching to the congregation We love Jesus, but you done learned a lot from Satan <laughs> I mean, a nigga did a lot of waiting We ain't married, but tonight I need some consummation May the Lord forgive us May the gods be with us In that magic hour, I seen good Christians